Alternative Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ken Mack and Coach JV Show. The future of finance is here. Prepare for freedom. Get ready to swallow the red pill because every week we're bringing you cutting edge, real, uncut, raw truths about finance in the world that you think you know to help you prepare for the biggest shift in generational wealth the world has ever seen. Warriors, rise! Get your shit together. Let's go. Warriors, Right. <laughs> hey, what's up, Warriors? It's Coach JV and Ken Mack. If you're watching this on the po- or on YouTube or live on the podcast, you know, if you really think about that intro, what we talked about, you know, we've been talking about this stuff for a couple of years now, and now it's facts, figures, numbers, logic. So the interesting thing is the things that we've said or gotten comments on our YouTube channels or our TikToks or Instagrams where people are pushing back. The reality is actually here now. We're actually experiencing the very things that we've been saying, not predicting the future, but just knowing that things go in cycles, right? Human behavior is very, very cyclic. So it's not that we predict the future. It's that we can see the future through human behavior. And so we're in a really, really, really wild time. And so the point of this podcast, bringing us together from two different worlds, all from across the world, Ken's you know been a freedom warrior for a very long time. And me being a new freedom warrior the last four years, being unindoctrinated out of the system, is all we're here to do is share our truths on what we think is going on within the economy. And we're going to talk about that today pretty openly. There's a lot of things going on in America, and I'll kind of code word a lot of it because it's not about picking sides for me. It's about understanding my own truth. And the own truth is my reality and what I'm experiencing. And I'm experiencing financial freedom within the worst economic times in the world. And that's what we're going to openly talk about today. I know Ken's traveling around, but first of all, Ken, I'd love to ask you every single show, where are you located today? <laughs> Hey, what's up, man? And it's good to be here, everybody. And today I'm in Eastern Europe, currently in Poland. Uh, so yeah, back home here for a little while uh, before we uh, pick up our bags and head back home to Scotland. It's a little bit hot in Dubai now, so it gets a little bit uncomfortable this time of year. As much as I love Dubai, it's an amazing place, one of the safest places in the world. Where you know I can safely wear a million dollar watch. Don't have one, but if I did, then I can wear it. I walk down the street and I've got no fear of being robbed. But uh, here in Eastern Europe, it's a little bit of a different story. So just need to be using the water back uh, when we're here. And it's great to be here, guys. And you know, like Coach TV says, we're just uh, sharing uh, you know, our experiences, our knowledge, and, uh, and everything that we can with you to help you prepare for what's coming. And, uh, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. We can only like, prepare in the best way that we think is possible. And diversification in a time like now is probably the best thing that you could uh, channel your energy towards is not being all in on one 
certain asset class. And the most important thing is is taking uh, taking action. You know, there's no sense in you reading books and listening to these podcasts if uh, you're not going to go out there and take action. And just uh, you know, remember, it's not get rich quick; it's get rich for sure. And it's a step by step process. And this is not something that I. I think we lost you, Ken. So please ignore my uh, a little bit of an unsteady uh, internet connection. So uh, anytime that my connection disappears, Coach GB will pick up. Yeah, I'll just jump in. Yeah, so let's let's talk about. I mean, how crazy is this? You know, we were, we kind of had a little hiatus for four weeks. We were both traveling around, and then we get back together. How much life had changed in four weeks? And I go on a little vacation for about four days and life in America has changed pretty dramatically in just four days. Now, one thing I'll share with you guys is I will never come on here and say I'm left, I'm right, I'm up, I'm down, Bitcoin, XRP. What I'm going to tell you is my truth is that I am the person making the decisions within my current reality. It doesn't matter who the president is. I'm still going to continue to do what I do. Now, there's been some big decisions made in America that are causing massive battles, which is the civil Right. Civil. And then you're right next to what's happening uh, in the actual global. Right. So now we're having civil war within America, which I did a TikTok and it exploded because the Department of Homeland Security said we are worried about terrorist attacks, not from an adversary, but in Americans against Americans. And then two weeks later, here we are. Americans are fighting against Americans. And so, um, you know, I saw a post. It was really interesting. It was really kind of just a post that just stood out to me. You know, if you put a black ant and a red ant together, a bunch of black ants and red ants together, they don't fight. They cooperate. They work together. But if you take them and you shake them, all of a sudden the black, black ants and red ants start attacking each other. So what that tells you is we cooperate until somebody shakes us up, right? Until something outside of you shakes you up. And the title of this uh, podcast and YouTube video today is The Greatest Time in Human History to Build Wealth. Now, why would you say that, right? People are going through all this crazy stuff. You're watching the news. Everything is falling apart. But every billionaire or multimillionaire tells you that this is the greatest time in human history to build wealth. And so when I say that, I get a lot of people pushing back. Well, I'm barely surviving. Well, that's indoctrination. You're surviving and not thriving because you've been indoctrinated to think that way. So the number one thing I want to talk about today, Ken, is, is some of the things that, you know, mentally, let's talk about some mindset stuff and, and some of the things mentally, like being able to travel to Poland and then all of a sudden to Dubai and then over to Scotland. And that's freedom, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm not at that level yet, but I'm at a level where I can travel when I want. I can do what I want. I answer nobody. And I've told somebody this this morning. No matter what happens, the skills that I've learned over the last four years, even if everything collapsed to zero in this quantum field of fake money that's moving through these systems on these online ledgers and stuff like that, even if it collapsed to zero, I'd be able to recover like that because of the skills that I've learned, the hard skills, right? Would those be soft skills or hard skills? I think it'd be hard skills that are in my brain. I've already learned how money works, how the subconscious mind works around wealth. And so what are some things that you're doing personally in regards to like a mindset? I mean, think about this. What, what I've been sharing with people is, guys, the stock market is going to collapse. I mean, that's just my opinion. I think around September, we're going to have to see a big stock market collapse, specifically in America. And people that have been working 65 years or excuse me, 40 years and are 65 years old that are supposed to be retiring are now getting second jobs because they can't retire. They know they can't retire. Food prices are going up. Gas prices are going up. And the budget that they created for the world three years ago now doesn't work for this. Think about that for just a moment. The budget they created three years ago for retirement has now doubled. 
your gas prices have doubled, your food prices have doubled, your rent prices have gone up like 20, 30%. So now this lifestyle that you created and you worked your whole life for a company to build someone else's dream, now you have to work at Walmart to get extra money to fulfill that gap, right? So what are some things that you, you're working on like mindset wise and things that you've done to stay unindoctrinated out of the system? Yeah, just first of all, on the point of, you know, people having to take second jobs. One of the things that I noticed here in Poland, um, not recently, but just over the last few years, is that a lot of the older generation, you know, 60, 70, 75 years of age, they're all working in supermarkets because yeah. uh, they're not making enough money here. Um, you see a lot of old people here badly, badly struggling. Their pensions barely uh, pay for their survival, never mind their medication. So just thinking about what's going to happen to these people as things start to progress and things get worse. So the biggest the biggest problem is going to be for the older generation. I think that we're going to have to pick up and, and help them and to work with them because it's, uh, you know, the, the older generation are definitely going to be in a very, very bad situation. People like you and me have got energy and, uh, you know, we've got systems, step-by-step processes that we can follow um, because we know how wealth is created, but they've now got to the age where, you know, they can barely operate even in a supermarket style environment but in terms of in terms of uh, mindset uh, one of the most important things for me is removing myself from negative uh, surroundings making sure that uh, for example my social media is clean I've unfollowed um, all of the unnecessary profiles I'm following only profiles which channel good energy inspiration uh, things that inspire me things that I like and they're good information sources and also pretty much cutting off I've got a small handful, I've got a small handful, handful of, full of friends I've kept in contact with uh, over a long period of time. So I don't tend to like new people into my circle, um, you know, like a Jack's like. So I want to make sure that I'm surrounding myself with people that uh, their energy, their frequency and vibration is aligned with mine. And also I like to make sure that I tune into podcasts uh, and listen to audiobooks that my thinking you know away from biographies i like to listen to biographies i like to listen to youtube shows um that's uh, the channel good information that can help me prepare maybe a rich dad rich dad poor dad information or um you know listening to warren buffett's or ray dalio i just want to make sure that i'm listening to people that have better information than me that i can learn from but there's no no use in uh, you know, listening to all of this, this information and not, not taking action, you know, we all know that in order to make well, we need to do things in a certain way. And that's what yes. Wallace D. Wattles from the science of get, getting rich says, the rich get rich because they do things in a certain way. After reading that book, I knew that uh, I had to really focus on wealthy people and just follow them like a hawk and learn, for, uh, just watch what they do and uh, copy and paste because uh, once you follow so many different successful people and you're reading and seeing repetitions uh, in biographies from successful successful people then you know that you need to do things in a certain way in order to to, eat, uh, to reach your goals and i think manifestation as well for me was a very big deal you know, just starting even with a book called the secret which, uh, which was pretty much the first book that i ever picked up i've read the book many times i uh, listened to the audiobook many times and i watched the dvd many many times as well uh, and i knew that manifestation and visualization it was a big part because without visualizing the goals that you know there's nothing wrong with visualizing a Lamborghini and I post a lot of material stuff on uh, on social media 
not because I'm trying to show off, just because I'm trying to inspire. For me, these are like, uh, yeah, they're milestones. They're milestones, uh, you know, as I progress through the years. And it's nice to realize some of you are, um, some of you, 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 you call them winnings, but you're yeah. just having these uh, these visions. It could be a vision board. And just uh, making sure that you wake up every day. You know, I'm grateful for my, you know, I make mistakes like everybody else, whether it's in business or in my own private life. But I like to visualize and be grateful every day for everything that I've got. And just be thankful that I'm waking up, I'm breathing, I'm alive, and I can live another day. And for me, about it's about reinventing who I am so that I can become 1% better every day. So I want to just become uh, 1% better than the person that I was the day before. So 10, 15 years ago, I'm completely a different person. I'm not the same Ken Mack. I completely reinvented myself. I've done all the bad shit when I was younger, moved away from all that, and, uh, and I'm just a completely different person. Because I know that uh, life is so short, we need to be very, very careful uh, where, where we uh, delegate our time to. And time is our most precious asset. And if you can replicate um, you know, the small jobs and get somebody to help you work alongside you so you can focus on the bigger jobs, um, and you know, maybe delegate the ten dollars per hour jobs to the people who were happy to accept ten dollars per per hour for these jobs. Then fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I think it could. I'll jump right in there. So I think it cut out for just a moment. Where I could. I think we cut out, but I'll jump in. I want to recap a few things there. So, you know, I was thinking about this. If you don't have a direction, you're going to be directed by somebody else. That's a fact. So if you don't have a direction, you're going to be directed by somebody else. If you know, if you don't have a dream, you're going to be building someone else's dream. And the thing that's really important, what you were talking about is, you know, wealth is built in a certain way. So what happened was, is in the last 24 months is that there was so much get rich quick happening that people thought that that's the way it was going to be forever. And the powers to be, whoever they are, they knew this was coming. They had people so excited that people over leveraged and it was like, boom, they went outside the system of how wealth is created, right? Warren Buffett, Buffett wasn't over leveraging himself and getting into meme coins and meme stocks or GameStop and stuff like that. And wealth is built in a certain way. You know, you can get rich quick. You can absolutely do it, but you'll lose it very, very quick. And I, what I'm hearing you say is you have to learn the patterns and behaviors of becoming wealthy because it does happen in a certain way. And those are the things that I would be working on right now. Like a lot of people say, well, right now I physically can't make more money. Okay, so if you say I physically can't make more money, then you need to first not look for another job. You need to first reprogram your mind on how money actually works, right? Money is fluid. Money is a frequency. Money comes to you in increasing quantities of multiple sources on a continuous basis. So the first thing I did when I was on my mom's couch, I was like, listen, I need to change this because it keeps coming and it keeps going. It keeps. So there was obviously some sort of magnetism that I was not attracting and building the wealth. What it was is I was indoctrinated in a system that when money comes, it's supposed to go out to things that don't matter. Right? I was buying shit that I couldn't afford to impress people that I didn't like. And I kept going into the cycle over and over again. When I realized that when money comes in, money needs to, that's a tool now and a resource. And I started looking at money as a resource. I'm like, okay, this is now a tool that I carry in my hand. I can take this tool and I can build more things with it, right? So I started building more things with it. And then I used the other things to invest in myself. So I'd invest in myself. I would take the rest of it and I would invest in things that would help me build, right? And so I just started doing that. So a lot of self-development. And the thing is, too, people are like, well, I can't go to motivate. There's YouTube has so many free resources, TikTok, so many free resources. And another thing I want to recap is what you said is really important. I've been doing this as well. I can't. 
now we report the news and we report information to help people make informed decisions based on what's happening with the economy. The only reason I report the news and what's happening is to give people an awareness. Like, listen, we're being directed somewhere. Just so you guys know, like whatever you believe or whatever your truth is, right? We already know everything. We ate from that knowledge tree of knowledge, right? We already knew everything. We had to relearn everything. We already know the answer to all this. And so if you think that, you know, left and right aren't working together to create people to fight, then you really have to step back and go, okay, what do you think is really happening right now? I'm about to do a YouTube video uh, this afternoon or sorry, tomorrow around the CBDC. And I'm going to show you the connections on how they slowly, methodically change the narrative, gaslighting to get us to where we're at. Oh, you know, we're in no way we're going to a central bank digital currency two and a half years ago or two years. God, COVID was it two years ago. Holy shit. That went by fast, man. And so they were just like, nope, no. And now we're literally implementing a central bank digital currency by 2023 in America. That's happening. Like, so we went from absolutely not. To now a CBDC, which is connected to the RTP system, which is connected to ISO 20022, which is connected to the banks. I'm going to show you guys all the connections. But when you show people that, when you show them facts, figures, numbers, logic, they still want to believe this weird esoteric truth that's been passed down to imperative over and over again. So like you said, the biggest wealth is your mindset. The Secret is a great book to start with. And Rhonda Bryan did a good job of taking something really complex in the Bible and saying thoughts become things like, you know, pray with discernment, uh, uh, meditate with discernment. And what that means is like have discernment. And how do you create this? This is one thing I want to talk about too, is I actually watched the movie Elvis yesterday and I highly, 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 highly recommend everybody goes and sees the movie Elvis. So number one, I love Elvis. I think he, he's a, he was, is a legend, but it's a really interesting lesson in this time right now by not knowing yourself and knowing your own truth. Or knowing your truth and not following your truth because of indoctrination or somebody else controlling your truth. It's really, really powerful. And I don't know if people will get that out of it, but um, it's what I got out of it. It was such a powerful thing. If you don't know yourself right now and if you don't work on yourself and you don't stand up for what you believe in in regards to understanding all you need to have is your truth. So, for example, what Ken believes is what Ken believes and he's experiencing reality because of his belief system. Ken doesn't care if haters come and talk shit to him or, or comments and all that stuff. I'm sure comments negative. I get tons of negative comments. Uh, I got my first couple of death threats, which was interesting. I got my first. So what that told me is I'm obviously making a big impact in the world if people are that pissed off where they want to leave a death threat. I was like, wow, that's really interesting. And so I didn't take it as a negative. I'm like, that's an interesting feeling. But I'm obviously leaving a big enough impact that somebody feels that angry about what I'm saying. So the question is, why is that person so angry? It has nothing to do with me. And so the reason why I bring this up is because what we're experiencing within the physical reality is going to manage your emotions. And if you can't take control of that and step back from it, right? So the war in Ukraine and Russia is heating up right now. Uh, we just had a big thing happen with Roe versus Wade in America. I mean, literally, boom, Americans are colliding right now. My opinion doesn't matter in this situation. What matters is the activities and behaviors that I'm doing on a daily basis. I'm staying nose to the grind, studying, reading, growing, trying to create cash flow, not trying, doing, creating cash flow to invest in this very, very speculative market that's very, very low right now. So I want to talk, I want to get into the subject of building wealth in these types of market. Now, why do all the elites always say that when there's blood in the streets or these type of, and I don't think we'll ever in our living history and our kids will experience this type of depression type collapse or like a great depression type collapse. Why do they always say that it's the greatest time to build wealth? Yeah, they say uh, when there's blood in the streets, that's when you need to be uh, 
greedy. And um, you know, when you look at the historically the fear and greed index, anytime that the uh, the fear has been at this level, that's when the most money is to be made. That, that doesn't mean go all in on something, whether you're investing in the traditional stocks or the crypto stocks. We've got to remember as well, we are just at the beginning of the bear market. So, uh, like Bitcoin historically doesn't uh, doesn't bottom out about this time. It would historically bottom out towards the end of the year, so about Q4. Uh, I'm expecting personally um, some kind of black swan event to be announced, and then the market have that panic sell off again. I could be wrong. The markets could have already bottomed out, but they are, and that's why um, you know if. Uh, you're planning investing, you're, you're better to invest small amounts and just work your way through the year uh, as we go on into 2023. Yes. Otherwise, you're pretty much just completely speculating and it is a gamble. Uh, we could say that it's a calculated decision to wait for the you know, 500 days from the last all-time high to uh, get the bear market low, but the, the truth is nobody knows. You know, we, we can only look at past performance to be a gauge for future performance. But the bottom line is we're better just to be sensible, be level-headed, dollar cost averaging in, and not being all in on crypto, not being all in on the uh, on, on the stock market. But for us, you know, when there's blood on the streets, uh, that is when the highest level of motivation is with business owners. We have business owners which, you know, we get deals closing just now. People are, they're burnt out and they want rid of the businesses. So, you know, we're buying small businesses we're paying the dollar, you know, not using any of our own money. We're using OPM, other people's money, so it's not costing us anything. We follow a step-by-step -step system. But these businesses are coming to us quicker, well, quicker than I've ever seen before in my history. The um, That, for me, is the biggest opportunity. It's not the biggest opportunity for everybody because you've got to know what you're doing to buy these businesses. And it's hard work. But that's what we call buying businesses the smart way, which then gives us access to... Uh, free cash flow that we can then pay ourselves X amount of money per month. And then that is the income that we use to invest into gold, silver, real estate. So it could be a deposit. Now you, you can then do an LBO with the profits you made from the businesses by buying some real estate. But again, is it a good time to buy real estate? Because um, you're thinking about it, okay, in a recession or depression, the assets come. So during an inflationary event, the assets. Oh, we got stuck there. Just want to apologize yep. to my uh, connection. I've got a little bit of a, a of a rocky connection there. But in an inflationary event, like we've had with all of the money printing over the last two years, that's when assets are running away from you. That's when you were buying the watches that were going up in value on a daily basis. Your second car hand values. Car, second-hand cars, so many different assets. You know, house prices running away from you, but a deflationary event, which is a recession or a depression, it's absolutely necessary that we have a depression or recession. It's happening. It's yep. not even a but this is 100%. Mm -hmm. So that's when the assets come to us. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, you know, is now a good time to invest in real estate? Probably not because, you know, for the next 10 years then you need to 
Yeah, I think it got stuck, so I'll jump in there. But I want to recap what Ken was talking about. So in regards to, like, think about this. So the depression, assets come running to you, right? And what? So this is the this is the mindset part. Please listen to what we're saying right now, okay? What everybody does, and ninety nine percent, the sheep will do the opposite, right? So when everything is booming, everybody starts buying. When everything is falling apart, everybody starts running. You should do the complete opposite. Now, with caution, as Ken talked about, you know, I'm very, so that was one thing through Wise Council last four years. I was highly just all weighted in cryptocurrency. That's all I had. So if I was just weighted in crypto and I only had my one company, I'd be in the back in the same position I was when I was on my mom's couch. But what I did is through Wise Council, I started to diversify, right? I created my retirement plan with my insurance. I have that as a safety net and my guaranteed retirement. I got a little bit of silver. I have multiple businesses now. So when one's not cash flowing, the other one's cash flow. And what I do is I reinvest all the time. I reinvest all the time, right? And so what, what Ken is saying is now assets are coming to us now. Now, again, being very careful on what you're buying, making sure you're understanding that if you are getting into a very, very speculative asset, like let's say like Shiba to the moon or something like that, or some type of, know the risk, know the risk. Don't put your whole portfolio or mortgage your house to put it in there. And so assets, so when assets start running to us, everybody runs from them. So it's about reprogramming your brain to do the opposite. And that's what we mean by this is the greatest time to build wealth because there's some people who got their are getting their shit together right now or stopping the frivolous spending. I mean, think about this. If you stop drinking Starbucks all, or a couple times a week and you would save 80 bucks a month. And then if you stopped eating out once a day, maybe you just cut back once a day, you could free up $300 in cash flow like that. And you take $300 in cash flow and you put it into some speculative asset or you throw it into Ethereum or CRO or VeChain, whatever, whatever, you do your own research. But if you throw it into one of these, throw away money, you would already drink that, you would have drank that, all these lost calories, right? You just put that into a speculative asset and just sit on it and learn to sit and be patient. That's what I'm really working to teach people is patience. It's just like your body, right? When you work out, it takes a long time to get in shape. But as soon as you stop and you start getting sloppy, two weeks, you're out of shape. It's just like fitness, just like anything, just like anything, you have to rip it down to build it back up, right? So you have to rip down the foundation that you've created of indoctrination, where it's get rich quick all the time, or that's why, why do you think Lotteries make so much money. Why do you think casinos make so much money? It's not because you're winning. It's because you're indoctrinated to think get that get that dopamine. It's like, oh, if I just get one more pull right after you win, they know that 99% of people are gonna they're gonna you know what? If I did it once, I can do it again. I guarantee you're not gonna beat the odds, right? So that's one thing that we're really trying to hone in on is reprogram your mind during this time. That's the biggest wealth. If you're if you're indoctrinated, you say I can't, I don't have any cash flow. Okay. Stop and we'll start working on your subconscious mind. You are cash flow. You are creation, right? You're at a job right now that you're working with a skill, a hard skill, right? For somebody else to help somebody else. So maybe you're a mechanic and you know how to uh, change tires or you understand tires at a very, very, very deep level. Maybe you could go open a tire. I'm just trying to walk you guys through how the creation process, right? If you have a problem and you can solve that, the steps to the or the, the timeline to success, you're now an entrepreneur. And I keep encouraging people, man, online companies are going to be the future. I really, really believe that. You know, online crypto education, um, um, any type of education, mindfulness, um, people teaching. Say, say you have a skill with social media and you have uh, some, like, like Ken said, what, all this wealth is built in these these mom pop companies, these small businesses that are struggling to navigate into this new system, walk into a business, 
Okay. A lot of people did this with gym owners. They walked into gyms and said, Hey, listen, I understand social media. I can get your gym up and running. Walk into a business, a mom pond, say, listen, here's what's coming. You're about to get hit by a freight train. You're not going to be here. Let me get you on TikTok. Let me get you on Instagram and I'll charge you $2,000 a month. That's what I would be doing right now. Knocking on doors and saying, listen, Charge me $2,000 a month. I guarantee I'll bring you 2000 or 2001 in revenue. And then we'll build our relationship. Give me 30 days to do it. You get 10, com- you get 10 companies, you're at $20,000 a month. You take half of that and you invest in a speculative asset. Your whole life would change in three years. But the key is to learn patience, 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 patience. So imagine, I mean, that's, that's an idea right there. That's a side hustle. You could, what if you got one company to do that and you invest in a speculative asset? Because there's tons of companies sitting out there that, or like, for example, when I tell people that I built a million dollar company off TikTok and I'm building another million dollar company off of TikTok, people are like, oh, it's for dancing. I'm like, I just told you exactly what I did. I'm showing people the blueprint and they're still like, Ugh, but that's for dancing kids. And I'm like, you have to understand we're telling you exactly the blueprint. Here's what you do. You go on TikTok, you share your truth, you give a ton of free information, you help people, right? You give them your truth. You're very authentic. And then you could take that business model and go help other people do that. So I'm telling you, there's so much opportunity right now, especially in the online space. Um, I just wanted to bring that up because I want to give some, some hard skills that you can do. Um, so practice yourself, like on social media, like start speaking your truth on social media. Go ahead, Ken. Yeah, no, you made a good point about the online businesses. So like, for example, let's say you work in the gym, you get paid off. Why don't you take your business online? There are uh, like there are apps out there that uh, are, um, what's it called when it's like a white uh, when, when the, you can put your own branding on the application you can put your your entire program on the application and you can teach your clients uh, online like I've got an online coach that teaches me the gym so I'm opening up a gym routine and I'm following all of the little videos he's sending me then he has an accountability call with me uh, once uh, every two weeks or I can get him any time on WhatsApp um, so that's a you know he's a six-figure business but he doesn't actually need to attend the gym. He loves what he do. What he does is get like a Facebook group. He's motivating people uh, through his uh, his online personality, and he's pushing out content, free value on his Instagram page, uh, which is again uh, encouraging paying customers to come in and enroll on his program. So again, if you were a fitness, uh, um, you know, a, a bodybuilding expert that wants to take your business online then that's a very quick way where you can maximize your time, have multiple clients and earn a six to seven figure income. So like in the coaching industry, you know, I, I built you know, a sizable coaching business myself without, uh, you know, completely organic. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's proof that, you know, somebody without these skills that, you know, I'm not an online marketer, but I was able to build that, uh, that size of business. So if you don't have the skills, why don't you go and learn the skills, learn how to become a, a personal trainer and then take the business online. So there's so many different ways that you can innovate and that's saving your time. So you're not having to spend time physically with one client. You could have a thousand clients running on your program through the application. Yep. Yeah. No, you're 100%. It's, um, yeah, that's the thing with the online. I'm, I'm really, I keep pushing this on, on, the on TikTok. And so I'm like, guys, like if you, if you have, if you're in a mom pop business, you got to really pay attention or start being help that mom pop business. If you're sitting like in these, these malls that are around us here, they're going to be gone soon. I mean, this is one thing that people need to understand. Amazon, Walmart, and Target are now having in America are having supply issues where they have too much inventory. 
Think about that for just a moment. Amazon, Walmart, and Target are now having overabundance of supply. What does that tell you? That means people's online spending is slowing down. Eventually, these numbers are going to catch up to this real economy that they're they're lying to us with the numbers, right? The inflation numbers and the unemployment numbers. And so, you know, what 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 is real inflation? What is real unemployment? When these numbers start catching up, think about that. If Amazon and Walmart um, and Target, I want to speak. Yeah, Amazon, Walmart, and Target are starting to have supply problems where they have too much inventory. Man, think about what's going to happen to these mom-pa places, these, these non-chain restaurants. Because think about a non-chain restaurant. This is where people really need to think about your job. Think about you physically and the job you sit in. If you're sitting at a Mexican food restaurant, a mom-pa one, it's one of the best in town, right? Do you realize that the cost is going up over and over again for the meat the proteins that they're providing, right? The proteins, the cheese, because the, the cows, all this stuff happening right now. So every single time something happens in the economy or supply chain, their cost goes up. So what's the number one cost? Payroll. So they start cutting people, right? They start cutting, cutting corners. They start cutting people. So what I'm trying to encourage people to do is start to think outside the box, start to think as an entrepreneur and say, okay, I'm a line cook right now at a, at, a, at a Mexican food restaurant. Okay, so where can I go with these skills, right? Is this a hard skill that I can take somewhere else? Can I go into, just for now, can I go into maybe a, a big chain restaurant, maybe get a higher paid job? Or can I start to look somewhere else at another hard skill? So some of the things that I think are going to be big jobs, like if you're not somebody who wants to be an entrepreneur, uh, you want to get a job, is look at crypto blockchain companies in regards to like programming. Um, and I, I don't even know, I'm not a technical person, but whatever they do with the blockchain and how they program the blockchain. My barber man is these guys uh, with the clarify we're paying them you know two hundred thousand dollars each we get five programmers per month uh, sorry per year two hundred thousand dollars per year and that's the salary yeah you know, when they, uh, you get the you know the skill of python which is super in demand this is the next level being able to code in blockchain you're going to make a lot of money especially if you're freelance yes that's that's what i'm saying like my barber he's he's he, he's badass barber he says he's like dude i don't want to be doing this rest he, he's a very smart dude he's like i don't want to be shaving someone's beard the rest of my life so he's going to school to what's it called programming is it programmers i don't know Pro, yeah he's going to school to learn how to uh do debt uh, like build the i don't know how to explain it but um anyway so he's going to school for that and he's taking classes online and he's like he's building his own blockchain he's building his own like um i can't think of the name protocols or whatever and i'm like dude you are genius he's like i it feels like i'm moving forward i'm like dude you're a genius what we're doing right now because all you got to do is get that hard skill and then go to a company and say i have this hard skill now because and then again, that's another thing to think futuristically. So you're sitting there and you have um, a gym, a gym. You could go to a gym and say, listen, I'm going to take you fully on the blockchain, fully online. Your clients are going to have seamless communication. You're going to have seamless, seamless payment systems. There's going to be clarity from end to end transactions. You can put all your clients information on the blockchain. They can access it. It's very easy. And you could imagine the things you can do with a gym in regards to blockchain. And, and like people don't realize it. It's not just I think we you know, I'm a big XRP guy. So there everybody thinks financial movement of money, but everything is going to become we're going to tokenize our company. Eventually, we're already building for the metaverse. We're already designing for the metaverse. Like eventually you'll walk into the 3T Warrior Academy in the metaverse. You can go work out with me and my team, or you can go to, into crypto classes, or you can go into mindset classes, you can go into a yoga room. We're already building for the future. So I didn't have anything, I didn't even think about verbalizing this to people. It's like, you know, like for example, Brenda's sitting right in another room right now. She she came on board on my team and said, I want to do your social media. And she's literally now has a career with us building social media. She could turn that into a whole career. 
She's 20, 24 years old and she's just crushing it, man. Crushing it. Travels around with me everywhere now. She came in and said, listen, I have a hard skill. I'm good at social media. I'm going to follow you around with a camera. I'm just going to prove myself. And now she works full time with me. That's amazing. Amazing. Um, just thinking as well, you know, uh, because you know, not everybody wants to become a programmer. Not everybody wants to become an entrepreneur, but there are, you know, side hustles um, and easy, easy ways for people to make money, even if they want to remain employed. Maybe they, they, they want to be you know, working in the restaurant or be a doctor. But if, let, let's just think, how can you make money? Well, if you've got a property, for example, and I used to do this when I was younger, um, renting a room out will bring you a significant amount of money every month. So like in the UK, we would uh, receive something between five and eight hundred pounds, about thousand dollars per month by renting it a room, including all of the bills in that room rental. So if you have a lounge or a room that you don't use or a dining room or a spare bedroom, then you can rent that room out and you can make money on that room as well. Um, and you know, perhaps you don't have money to buy a piece of real estate. Okay, you can rent a piece of real estate from a landlord and then rent every individual room out inside that property and then give the landlord a guaranteed rent and just have a basic management contract. And then if you, uh, if there's any damages in the property, you take full responsibility. Or if you get the property on Airbnb on booking.com and run that as a site hustle, automate it. You can use like an all-in-one platform we call a channel manager, which uh, links in a revenue uh, manager, reputation management system, and it's got an excellent online travel agents like booking.com, Travago, TripAdvisor. You have one centralized piece of software pushing out to all of these marketing channels and rent that property out uh, to maximize the income where you're only paying a base rent for that property per month. So if you're paying a thousand bucks for this property to the landlord per month, then you're taking on, you're taking on all of the risk. Uh, of course, the, the landlord is happy, they get paid, and then you can maximize the revenue by increasing uh, the revenues to maybe three, four, by uh, renting out that property in different ways. So there are so many different ways that you can make money without having to become a slave to the system and getting a second job because not everybody wants to work two or three jobs. We need to start thinking outside the box and thinking of assets that can generate us passive income. And I'm absolutely sure uh, and certain that uh, you know, with my system, as we're mapping it out within 180 days, you can absolutely make enough passive income to retire for the rest of your life. To, to live a comfortable life. And that would be just acquiring a few properties, a few properties that you don't own that you can uh, maximize uh, the revenue in that's going to give you enough money to eventually pay, pay down the deposit for these properties. And then you can eventually own them and pay off the mortgage over 20, 25 years. So there are so many different ways that you can you know, skin the cat so that you can uh, reverse, you know, come out from your employed position. You can sit back and run a passive income style business. It's all, all about just thinking outside the boxes again. You know, I, I just buy businesses for a living, but not everybody wants to go out there and buy a business because it's it's not easy. You know, there is a system, we follow the system, but if you follow the steps in the system, you can buy a business. But again, you have the burden of running the business, maybe not running the business, but you've got the burden of own, owning the business and then selling the business again in the future. Um, so it depends how, um, it depends how much risk uh, that you want to take on, how much uh, some people get stressed. 
you know, that there are passive income ways that you can uh, implement. They're not going to make you a billionaire, but they're certainly going to make you very, very comfortable. But it all depends on your risk appetite, how much work you're prepared to do, and um, yeah, how far you're willing to go. But there's just so many different ways I can share uh, with everybody. In crypto, like the bull, we're in a bull, uh, sorry, we're in a bear market now. So even mm-hmm. if you're a why don't you just start allocating a small amount of money uh, into crypto over the next two years? I think we're going to have a bad bear market. Um, I, th- I think the chances of us going a lot lower are highly probable. But uh, j- just allocate a small amount and accumulate because the, the people that win in the bull market, um, yep. are, you know, they, 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 these people... Um, are made during the, the bear market. So you need to be investing in the bear market to be successful in the bull market. You don't start investing at $69,000 Bitcoin. That's the, you know, ludicrous. But that's what... Right. ...most amount of money from the most amount of people. So that's where you need to start. I think we lost you for a moment. So I'll recap That's why a few we need things. To start thinking and acting like the one percent and doing things in a certain way. Yes, yes. So the, creating those side hustles. He's talking about renting out a room, uh, free product flips. I was writing some stuff that people are putting out. Free product, free product flips on Facebook Marketplace. Flipping, flipping products bought at a discount store on Amazon. There's a lot of people. I just had a, this idea. I was like, there's a lot of people I see on TikTok that there's just one girl that's doing a side hustle where she she's making a whole living out of it, a six figure income where she takes people on the journey and she goes to um, places like Ross. We have a place called Ross, TJ Maxx, Walmart. She buys things at discount. She flips them. She takes she's a single mom, takes care of her family, six figure income off of just flipping stuff. She has a little scanner that she scans it, puts it right on Amazon and flips it. You know, things that you can do uh, a Facebook marketplace, uh, Gary Vay strategy, right? You go on there and you can buy a couch on Facebook marketplace or get a free couch and then flip it for 20, 30 bucks. And so many of you guys may have seen the video on my YouTube, but I took you guys through one journey where I bought a vacuum and I flipped the vacuum. I was using the Gary Bay strategy. That's how I got myself back up off my feet. I bought a vacuum. I flipped it, made 20 bucks. I put it into a speculative asset called crypto. Now, back then we were, it was pumping, it was booming. And I just turned you know, 3000 into 10, 10, and it just, it started to multiply. And then obviously, you know, I started to seek wise counsel and grew businesses and things like that. And so it just, but that was the mindset money flow that kind of came to me. It was finally like, okay, now he understands how money works, right? He's multiplying money. We took him to the lowest point again. And now instead of getting money and spending on, on, on shit that doesn't matter, he took it and multiplied it. And it seemed like when I started to do that, it was like the universe started to reward me with other things that were fluid, like, you know, different businesses and, and passive income. And so and I created Freedom Asset Management Group, which is my, you know, I have income going into there. And so sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down, right? We're in a bear market. So my income has gone down a little bit, but the flow is always there. One picks up the other. I think that's really important. And these type of hard skills that you learn will help you. Like uh, I think it was Jim Rohn that says, in the process of becoming a millionaire, that's what's most important. By becoming a millionaire, you're going to learn more about yourself than anything else. Like beca- try to become a millionaire and see the skills you learn, not by getting money handed to you, but see how much you learn to become a millionaire. The skills, the, the be able to navigate through ups and downs, navigate through negative uh, comments, negative people, changing your surroundings, getting the shit kicked out of you, getting back up. Right. And that's one of the things I think Jim Rohn also says, too, we can give a million dollars to every single person in society. It always end up in the same same people's hands, the people who understand money flow and understand the frequency of money. So I think that's important, too, guys. It's like right now, if you're feeling scared or you're feeling uncomfortable at your job, then activate. Like like Ken said, don't just sit back. Do something right now. Use your 
nine to five when you're off, not to watch Netflix, switch Netflix with podcast and YouTube videos, you know, stop, uh, switch your junk food with, with healthy foods, right? Um, switch your freaking uh, sleeping in and hitting your alarm three times with working out. Just do those things. And you're going to see a big, big change in your mindset, right? You're going to see a big change in your frequency. Then start picking up some books like Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Richest Man in Babylon. And read the books obsessively until you understand the concepts. And maybe even if you don't understand the concepts, don't. Richest Man in Babylon was a little rough for me. I don't know why. It was like almost like it's it's like kind of like reading the Bible. It's not very – it's like, you know, I listened to it and then I read it. And I was like, okay. Then just finally clicked. I mean, it's pretty simple. Once you get a, a piece of gold – you want to make a brother or sister of that. Once that creates a brother or sister, you want to multiply that. There's always multiplying your money. It's just a simple, simple concept. So if you get 10 bucks, how can you make that 10 bucks 20? And how can you make that 20, 40 and all that stuff? So it just changes the way that you think. I always think consciously when I'm about to make a purchase. I'm like, okay, this is a bigger purchase. What effect is that going to have on my future? If I was to take 20 grand and I put it into this thing, could I invest that somewhere else that would bring me more? And maybe in the future, if I'm patient, I can buy that thing easily by investing that money. Does that make sense? I'll walk you through that again. Like say, say I'm about to make a $20,000 purchase, which would be a worldly thing that adds no value to my life other than making me feel good, right? So you stop for a moment. You say, okay, I'm going to take this 20000 and I'm going to put it into an investment that in the future could buy that dopamine response for me by the investment, me not paying for it. Does that make sense? It's just a different frame of thought. I used to just buy stuff for a dopamine response to fulfill a gap that I had and an insecurity that I had. And that's what we're in this big cyclic thing in the world. I mean, I was just, you know, at Disneyland for the happiest place on earth for the weekend. It was wild to see, man, how just just how people are not paying attention to what's coming, man. Like what is coming? It's like it's a it's you know, we're in the seven year Shemitah, which ends in September, which is usually a big stock market collapse. We're in the three. We're in climate change narrative. We're in an economic narrative and the war narrative. And I brought that up last week and then boom, I woke up on I think it was Sunday morning or yeah, today's Monday. Right. So like I have no concept of days or time, but today's Monday in America. Yes, yeah, today's Monday. So they uh, the war in Ukraine's heating up big time, man. We got the civil unrest in America. And you guys know that's the third economic cycle. If you follow Ray Dalio, we're in the third economic cycle where there's massive collapse and there's a social economic change. That's the way that you do business. It's the way that you do your finance, the way that you communicate with people. It's the way that people interact with people in the future. It's the way that businesses do business. So we're going to be an online environment. It's just what it's going to be, man. I was like, I even noticed too in California, there's hardly any taxis, man. It's mostly Ubers and Lyfts. Like everything went peer to peer, even taxis, houses went peer to peer. Hotels are struggling because everybody's doing Airbnb now. It's just like almost like this mentality shift where everybody's going to this peer to peer network and the powers to be the power struggle or whatever it is. They see that and they're like, okay, so how do we keep the people within the flow of system? We create a central bank digital currency, which I'm going to do a video on it tomorrow. We'll create a central bank digital currency where all money flows through it. And we connect the world through this central bank digital currency. And then all money flows through it. And it's going to be for financial inclusion. So everybody's included in the financial system. So we can get the people in the outskirts and the people in the impoverished countries through the central bank digital currency by giving them assistance. But what that does is it puts everybody in the system and everything moves through that money system, right? When they have access to more money, all the people that are using cash, right? That money's outside of the system. They don't have it in their banks, right? So if something comes into the bank in a number aspect, which isn't really in the bank, I guess. So if I brought $10,000 and put it in the bank, a number goes into the banking system in America, and then they get to lend out 100% of it now. 
So they need that money flow going again, right? So if you collapse people and they're not putting their money in the bank or they lose all their money, how are you going to keep the money flow going? So you, what you do is you create a central bank digital currency that connects the whole world together. And then everybody has to run their money through the bank, right? So the person who's a landscaper or person who works for tips has to put their money in the bank to be able to transact. And do you realize, do you, Chipotle, we don't accept cash anymore. Everywhere you go, we don't accept cash anymore. We don't accept cash anymore. So the people that are, are arguing with me and saying, I'm going to be outside the system, well, then the favorite places you go to, <laughs> I mean, eventually people are not going to accept your cash. You know, pisses me off, man, so much is uh, when I hear these, you know, these venues, restaurants or shops, uh, you know, say we don't accept cash. They're, they're literally pushing the agenda. that They're well, making it quicker. And you know, what they don't realize is that, you know, what they're doing is they're uh, saying, you know, we don't want to be free. They're, you know, that, that our freedom will be gone by the time that we go CBDC because, uh, you know, these tips, they're all going to be through the system. You know, they, it's, it's, a, it's a big, big deal. You know, they, they have total control once we go CBDC, total control. We still have, you know. But, you know, cash give people. Yep. Lost you for a second. Well, I think too, like, well, it's, it's a, and also what helps me gain somewhat a peace with this is because I remember when um, debit cards came out, man, my parents are like, I'm not going to use those things are unsafe. We're not going to use a debit card. We're always, my mom still writes checks, which is crazy, but she's like, I'm shocked they still have checks in America. But like, you know, then they, people said, we're not going to use online banking. There's no, no, no way we're going to use online banking. And then face ID comes out. I'm not going to lock my phone with my face. And then we're all like unlock doing our bank transactions or doing our crypto. So it's like, it's a slow, I hope people see that's a slow, methodical change in human behavior. That's basically what it is, right? And then all of a sudden you go to your favorite restaurant, Chipotle. We do not accept cash anymore. You're pissed off at first. You argue with the poor cashier who's just trying to make a living. You're yelling at the manager who's just trying to make a living. They don't know what the hell's going on. And then it's like all of a sudden you're like, well, here's my debit card because you want your Chipotle, man. You know, you want your Chipotle or like, you know, and then, you know, all of a sudden you need your opiates and your pharmaceuticals and we don't accept cash anymore at your local pharmacy. We got to, I'm just putting it out there. These are things you need. So you got to give your credit card. You got to give your, you know, and then eventually like, oh, you don't have your credit card. Cool. Just use your crypto app. We'll just go ahead and accept your XRP or your Ethereum or your Bitcoin, you know? And so, and then, you know, casinos will start accepting. Well, they do have casino uh, uh, ATMs, but eventually your casinos will accept your cryptocurrency and, and people will lose their money much, much quicker. Right. And so I think that's that's the problem too. You brought up a really good point is people build wealth in a certain way, right? So the ability for people to even understand how to build wealth because they won't, money won't have any value. It'll be so like people overdraft their accounts all the time because there's value. Value. Yeah. yeah, perceived value. Yep. And so when you have, when you used to have cash in your hands all the time, at least you could see I have a hundred dollars and I just spent 20 and I have less. So physically in your mind, there's something physically happening where you're like, oh, shit, I have less money. Right. So your brain is able to comprehend that. But when you have a debit card and you're at Disneyland and just swipe in your debit card, you're like, oh, shit, I just spent a thousand bucks in seven hours. You're like, do I even have that money in my right? So you're like, oh, my God. And so it's they it's completely unindoctrinated people about the value of money. And then when it just starts to move at the speed of light, here's the good thing about that is money can move at the speed of light. That means the monetary system. If you can, like, for example, the biggest changes when money starts to move, I, I, here's what I think is going to happen. I think by, I've been saying this for years on my YouTube channel, which is something I'm verbalizing over and over again in 2025, our banking system is going to be very, very, very different. The big institutions are going to start coming in and you're going to see some 
big adoption of cryptocurrency blockchain companies. And so what you're going to see is some massive price because we're going to see this big flood of institutional money coming in. And that's going to be like the, the Google, Amazon.com days where, where the people that hung on these companies that got crushed, they went down 30% up 30%, they went down. And then all of a sudden, those are some of the richest people in the world. So I think that's the biggest thing that I've been really trying to not telling people what to invest in, but create some cash flow and just Put some money, like to take your Starbucks money and put it into a, a cryptocurrency that you actually research. And my favorite Warren Buffett saying is, and I'm going to paraphrase this, but he said, if you got out of college, you got out of school and you had a punch card, this is what I would do. You have a punch card with 20 investments. That's all you get the rest of your life. He said, you will become wealthy because out of those 20 investments, you're going to research them so well. You're not going to listen to all these YouTubers and all that shit. You're actually going to go invest and look at the companies and look at the board of directors and look what they're doing. So like, for example, Acquirify, right? So like if if I was going to invest Quarify, I would look at the board of directors, who are the strategic advisors, what are they doing, where do they get their funding from, diving into that, and I'd say, boom, good pick. Boom, I pick Acquirify. And out of the 20, you're going to pick three winners, guaranteed, because you put so much research. But what we've taught people, the indoctrination system is, oh, GameStop is going to make me rich. Shiba is going to make me rich. Dogecoin is going to make me rich. Oh, Bitcoin is going to make me rich. And it never goes the way. Like Ken, Ken predicted it, man. Everybody said it was going to go to 100,000. He's like, no, it's not. Everybody pushed back and it didn't because it's not going to it's not going to go the way the public says it's going to go. They're set, the public's like they, they're like, it's going to two hundred fifty thousand. No, it's not. It's right. But the influencer to keep the audience bullish because the moment the audience is not bullish, they don't make any money. Zero. So that, that's it. Simple as that. that. That is the job of the Internet marketer. Yes, that's it. Well, people ask me, JV, you don't monetize. They always thank us. We don't monetize our YouTube channel. Well, and just being transparent, I have a Warrior Academy that is mon It's a. Warrior Academy. It's a paid academy. So we don't monetize. Number one, I don't want you to have to see commercials. I don't do my YouTube videos to try to get sales. I do them to inform people, right? And people can join our academy. But like YouTubers, a lot of them make money off their monetization of their channel. They make a not a lot of money. They make a good living. I mean, if they're taking that investing in speculative assets, they're doing pretty freaking good. They have brand deals, right? They get money off of brand deals, pretty lucrative. So those are the things you have to think about when you're going to seek wise counsel where go go watch the movie elvis guys go watch the movie elvis it it was a life-changing movie for me man because it's like i always talk about wise counsel if you don't know yourself it's very hard to understand if somebody somebody's intentions it's very very difficult for you to understand somebody else's intention if you don't know yourself because you're you're they're literally able to manipulate and control you and direct you because you don't know yourself so they're telling you who you're going to be. It's like it's the Pinocchio and the puppet. It's like, OK, so now I'm your director okay? because you don't know yourself well enough. Here's what is good for you. Oh, OK. And then you go over here and the next thing you know, you realize a person's intention was to make money off you. And it's like, boom, and then you go over here and it's like, OK. And the next thing you know, everybody keeps dumping you off. It's like, you know, these actors that they, they're a big hit and then they're like they're 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 not a hit anymore. Boom, they're gone. Singers, they do it to them all the time. But those ones that actually find themselves, the ones that know thyself, nobody can fuck with them. They're outside the system. It's like, Ken, you're unfuckable with. You've been outside the system your whole life. I'm unfuckable with now because I'm outside the system, right? It's like I, I it was telling somebody, all this could collapse to zero. I will never go back to a job, ever. I already I have the hard skills, I, soft skills, right? Hard skills now to be able to rebuild right away. Hardwired in your brain. Right away. Yeah. Hardwired. You've upgraded your operating yep. system. Yep. And that's what everybody should be diving into right now. It's like, you know, the, it, can you do very well with crypto? Absolutely. Just be very, very careful what counsel you're seeking, guys, and, and intentions wise. Just watch. Here's here's the way to do it. Watch the creator or influencers, um, how they change with the market. 
see if their narrative changes because of the market. Like, for example, all of a sudden it's like, you know, the people will change their narrative based on their lack of discipline to follow through with what they what they set out to do. Right. It, it happens all the time. They change their narrative. They change their narrative. They change their narrative. You know, somebody starts a business and they're like, oh, gosh, you know, and then they're like, oh, I'm going to go save the children because they couldn't follow through with the narrative. It's like you have to really look at people's intentions. And that's one thing that that I, I really am happy about with my life. And I've spent a lot of time in self-development is that when things are going rough, I don't change the narrative. I just turn up the dial. That's it. I just turn up the dial because what got me here is working. So why would I change the, the as Ken said, wealth has a process to it. Wealth has a process to it. And it, sometimes it's like this and sometimes it's in the fucking toilet, dude. But if you keep going the same direction, the same process, seeking the same wise counsel, you'll always end up on top, right? Sometimes it's going to be freaking feast and famine. And sometimes it's going to be freaking golds flowing like water, man. And it's just part of, and that's, that's what, that's life, right? That's life. It's, it's weather. The weather's fucking hot as hell. Like you said, why are you not in Dubai right now? It's hot as hell, dude. It's probably oh, un, unbearable, right? Unbearable. And people, people are probably reacting different to that. It's like people are pissed off. It's they're angry. They're compressed. It's like they're, you can't get Physically out. It's hard on the body to be in somewhere that hot. Even here in Poland, this is hot, man. We were talking like 40 degrees yesterday. Yeah. In Dubai, it's uh, like your body physically can't operate in that kind of heat if you're working outside. Like things are getting hotter for sure. Yeah. And, and so that goes into like, and I know we're coming up on an hour here and slate for you as well, but I just wanted to share with you guys, just, just hang on for the ride. Don't, don't, I, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but what I'm doing is I'm keeping out of those arguments. I'm keeping out of like, people keep asking what's my opinion on Roe versus Wade. I'm not going to share my opinion on Roe versus Wade. It doesn't matter. That shouldn't change your opinion. It shouldn't even sway your opinion. My opinion is just, I'm going to seek my truth. I'm going to build a legacy for my family. I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to be present. I'm going to go to Disneyland with my kids in the worst economic times in the world. I'm going to enjoy the moment because I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow, guys and gals. I just don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow. I have no idea. Now, it's cliche to say live every moment like it's your last day on earth. But shit, that's true, man. I mean, it's true. Like the world is a wild, wild, wild place. And so my role on this earth is to raise my frequency as high as humanly possible. I do that through my food. I do that through my surroundings, my people, the things that I'm listening to. And most of all, the things that I am focused on, because remember, Ken said, you know, pay attention. You're paying for your attention. You're always paying for your attention. You're either getting a really nice payment back by listening to a podcast like this and going to activate, or you're paying attention to a bunch of bullshit narratives that are taking you so far outside of the system of knowing that you can build wealth right now, that you can really change your family. So we, I mean, we have hundreds of stories with the Warrior Academy. Hillbilly Deluxe, I think he was on here a little bit ago. He listened, you know, he's listened to the channel, he's listened to stuff, and he, he was like, he took his he got off work from nine to five and from five to nine, he built a side hustle that became, he now owns this company. It's called, it's a freedom company. He owns a uh, tree trimming service. It's called freedom. I'm like, dude, that's freaking awesome. He doesn't work for anybody anymore. He freed himself in the worst economic times in the world. So we can't, any last words, man? Yeah. I just want to say that everybody, if you appreciate the content, I'd be very grateful if you. It helps us build the community as big as possible. I just want to apologize as well for my, uh, my bad Wi-Fi connection. Uh, and I promise you guys that next week it's going to be much better.
It's all good, man. Love you, man. Life is happening as it should. Everything's happening for us. Nothing is happening to us. Everything is alignment because we are the greatest of all time. Warriors, rise. Get your shit together. Let's go.